with you, it, it doesn't, it, it's not from the open. The open is, hey, I work with CFOs, and the, the goal of my call today is to see if you and I can schedule 20 minutes over the next couple of weeks uh, to, to discuss the work that I do with CFOs. And, and, and then, so there's some of that that happens that's not on the recording, and he even says that, uh, but at least you know that's kind of what he's doing. I work, my name's Chris Krasiewicz. I work with C, CFOs. And my goal is to have a meeting with you over the next 20 minutes, I mean, over the next couple of weeks for about 20 minutes. And then the CFO would say, okay, well, about what? And then, and then that's where the rest of the recording kicks in. So, um, all right, so give me a second to make sure I can cue this up properly. I think I can get it. So if for some reason y'all can't understand this, y'all start raising your hand, please, and I'll try to figure out another way. somebody to raise their hand and just kind of give me your thoughts on that. Uh, maybe if you need some clarification, um, uh, that would be good. But we also have this recording that's probably a better version for you to be able to hear on your laptop or iPhone or whatever. So um, any thoughts on that? I have some thoughts. There's several things that I pick up in that that, that are meaningful to me um, that, that I'll share when that time is right. But. Uh, You know I'm going to wait you out. It's like a standoff. And what's funny is I know that y'all have something to say. You can do this. 
Any questions do you have about that in terms of the amount of the amount of appointments that he set in such a short amount of time? And this has helped him get into a better groove. Any questions that you may have about that? And you could have heard a pin drop when Tommy stopped and locked the door. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to give my insights into that. Uh, one one of the things that that really jumps out at me about CK is is as he really refines his belief system and what really matters. And and, and one of the things with he and I talking is, and I hate he's not here to share this himself, but. Um, is the fact that he just how much more committed he is working with CFOs because because when he doesn't win a deal we can so many times track it back to that where he just got stonewalled or whatever and that person was actually making the real call and so the more and more committed he gets to that the better his discussion points get and so uh, and what jumped out at me is how relaxed he is and how much he owns that conversation. That, that's, that's one. The second thing I noticed, which is really good and I think really important, is that he contrasts what he's talking about with a common problem that he sees. And, and so he's reaching out to the CFO saying, this is such a big expense. that The, the way you measure it is soft, it's anecdotal. And, and with the other big expenses that you have, there's a lot of controls in place to see how that, that, that financial commitment is performing. And it's just not happening in this. And that's what we're committed to doing with CFOs, uh, is to help them do that. And we've got a unique process with, with a handful of outcomes that we're trying to measure to uh, that, that make the difference. And so he's getting a very high yeah, I'd like to meet with you rate out of that. And so those are those are the two things that really jumped out to, at me. Uh, so now that I've kind of hopefully stimulated the pot a little bit, um, anybody got any comments, even if you're making something up? Jamie, thank you. I, I feel like I can always count on you, man. Uh-oh, he put his hand down. Maybe it was an accident. I'm unmuting you anyway, Jamie. You're live. Back up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um. Yeah, kind of related, Chad, and, and we talked uh, yesterday morning, but I thought I would provide maybe some insight on how both of, of my meetings went yesterday. Okay. All right, so um, just to provide a little bit of perspective, um, it, it, it again stresses the importance of getting to the financial side of the house. So I actually um, had a call that was set up in the morning through our call service to meet with a CFO of about, a, I don't know, 75 life group uh, about an hour away from here, but that had to get changed because I had another meeting put on my calendar to meet with a CFO of a 500 life group here very locally. Um, and that was a referral from the president of the company to meet with the CFO. So I changed my first appointment to a phone appointment. And, and, and again, it was with the CFO, uh, part owner, and I opened up by apologizing for having to reschedule. And what I said to her was, I said, listen, I said, I'll provide you a little bit about us who I am and the qualifications of, of our company, uh, it's, not it, it's important, but it is not the differentiator. What the differentiator is going to be is if we can help you. Um, and that's ultimately what I want to get to by the, by the conclusion of this call is if, if, we, if I think I can help you and you think we can help you, where do we go with this? And that's what this call is intended to do. So what I want you to do is tell me a little bit about yourself, 
uh, of a little bit about your role within the organization, how it relates to healthcare, and tell me a little bit about healthcare at Versatech Enterprises today and where you see healthcare going over the next year to three, one to three years, and some of the outcomes you're looking to achieve. And what I'm trying to do there, and it's generally the approach that I'm trying to take, is I'm, and, and, I, and I tell her that I'm going to ask you questions when you go through this, most likely. Um, and if you think they're provoking questions, um, you're absolutely correct. They are. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I have to try to understand your situation. Because unless I understand your situation, I cannot talk about what is relevant about our company and how we might be able to help you. I can sit here and talk for a day about our company, but if it doesn't have any relativity to you, it's meaningless. Um, so she gave me an incredible overview, pro probably the best overview I, I've ever got a, a, from a company. I only asked uh, maybe two questions, kind of what are they doing in the area of wellness, um, and what are they doing from a, a, a communication and compliance standpoint. And the way she answered the question about wellness is, I just haven't seen it a worthwhile investment for us to contract with an outside wellness company because we're not experience rated and I'm not going to see it in my claims. So I'm not going to see the return on investment. Uh, but if you're talking about culture and wellness, and, and oh, by the way, that's what we're all about here at, at our firm is, is culture, getting a culture of really well-being. She goes, it's very much in our culture. So what I did is I took that assessment and, and I responded, as I, as I said before, recognizing how well the overview was provided. And I said, you know, let me provide a little bit about our company. And I picked up on a couple things that you said that I think have very direct application to what we do here. Um, she said they were not self-funded but not necessarily opposed to it. Um, she's the CFO, and that they had a qualified high deductible health plan. So um, I basically said that, you know, have you ever evaluated this level-funded premium product through Capital Blue Cross, which is a carrier here in our marketplace? And basically what it is is something they design that's a maximum cost self-funded arrangement, but it feels like you're fully insured and you just settle after the plan year's up. Um, and it's priced at about the same level the fully insured is. Um, so what I said to her is, you know, a lot of people look at risk-reward when we're talking about self-funding. I take the risk out of that equation because this is just reward. Because when your maximum cost is at the level of your fully insured cost, it's only a reward situation. And your question to me is, how do we even begin to speculate what our reward would be if we've never had any data reporting? And I said, so what we do in that respect is we have an actuarial database that runs off about $19 billion in healthcare expenses throughout the country on 3 million members. So to a high degree, degree of statistical credibility runs tens and thousands of simulations behind the scenes to, to calculate your probability of success. And in those successful trials, how much do we quantify is going to be your, your return? So we go in it with a very, very known, credible number, and we have some clients that have done this now for a year plus, and all of them have been very successful. And when this goes live, we then begin getting reporting of data because you're self-funded. And then the data has to be reported because you own it. Then that really gets into our powerhouse that I can show you some of these other financial dashboards that we do to, me to measure and monitor the performance of your plan to put you in a situation of control. And I said, so, so I, I said to her, and I've been kind of starting this, I don't know, kind of question and answer thing that I've been doing with the CFOs. I said, so your question to me is probably, can we help? And she goes, yeah, that definitely is my question to you. And I said, I think we can. Um, and she goes, well, what would be the next step? I said, honestly, Jackie, what would be the next step if I'm sitting, if I'm in your seat, I'm probably saying this all sounded good. 
um, but he could also be a really good talker. I think the next step would be for us to meet in person. I'd like to get to know you, and for me to provide some tangible proof of the things I'm talking about here today and how we measure and monitor the success through financial dashboards, and then what, then what we'll talk about is being the next step from there. And she said, what, what looks good on your calendar after the week of July 4th? I said, how about July 13th? And she said, how about we meet at 10 o'clock? So I think that call went, you know, absolutely, you know, I think as well as we could have hoped. But it's yeah, a huge... That great. Go ahead. I mean, that's, no, that sounds great, Janie. I mean, got so many elements that we've been talking about together for months. You, you checked all the boxes, and you even used your product as a as a, a beggar a bait tool almost an educational tool uh, to to create more curiosity and, and and open up more opportunity I love it it's, that's just textbook yeah so 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 uh, so we're, we're meeting at uh, the ten o'clock on, on the thirteenth so my other meeting um, which we got a uh, the, the guy that's the president of the company is the chairman of the board for the for the YMCA locally and the Y is one of our clients as well. So he was in the uh, meeting with us when we met with him last. And he used to be uh, a, a high-level high uh, healthcare consultant for Mercer before he uh, overtook this uh, HVAC company. And uh, we said to him, you know, when, when can we talk to you guys about benefits? And he goes, well, set up a time and come and meet with uh, my, my CFO. Uh, I'll make sure he sits down and talk to you. And the CFO was very clear to us when we reached out to him that I'm not really interested in changing advisors. I, I like my advisor. I think they've done a good job. And we said, you know, of course, the end, this really isn't about your advisor. Um, it's about some things we've done very unique um, for CFOs and some other things that we do as an organization that we think, you know, you might like to hear a little bit more about. Give us a half hour, 45 minutes. Uh, we can commit to you that, that it won't be a waste of time. So, so we get there, and it was him, uh, his controller, and the director of accounting. And, you know, I opened up thanking them for the meeting, and I said, you know, um, you know, this could be about us, and you would expect it to be about us, but we want this meeting really to, to be about you. Again, going back to what I said before, is we can't really begin to speak in a whole lot of, to a whole lot of relevance until we know your situation and um, know what you're looking to achieve over the next year or three years. And he goes, well, I really want to hear more about you. And he said, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about us, but I want to know what you can do to, to make a difference for us. So... What we basically got them to lay out in the five minutes they spoke about themselves was they offer really rich benefits. Um, they pay about 75% of the cost for all tiers. They have no eligibility restriction. They're doing nothing from a wellness perspective. Um, and they're definitely non-compliant on the way they have their HRA set up. Um, so um, I was in, in the meeting with me was our uh, uh, one, of, one of my uh, colleague executives, Kevin, who's also the chief uh, operating officer, he gets a, l a little visionary sometimes. He's, he's really into the whole functional medicine, you know, wellness, well-being things. And he got a little little tangential there, so I had to cut him off. And again, I go... <laughs> Did he go the route of medical marijuana at all? Uh, he was like, I, if I could have kicked him under the table, I would have kicked him. He was just too far away from me. Uh, I actually have to say... You know, I'm going to pause Kevin now because, and, and the way I spun it, Chad, was I said what, what Kevin's thinking about is kind of our tagline, different thinking, better outcomes. Kevin just talked about our different thinking. We're a be very progressive firm. We're always on the cutting edge. Uh, but we realized that might not be for you right now because you are a blue-collar HVAC company where your employees do not report to a centralized building. Let's start talking about some different outcomes. So the one... I used, I said, hey, I said, you know, let's talk about, um, you know, he said, you don't have any eligibility restrictions. And I'm, and I preface it by saying, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just going to tell you 
what your options are and, and how we might be able to manage this to a better outcome. The ceiling and the walls are put in place by healthcare reform. They don't need to be an eligible class, and if they're an eligible class, they don't need to be subsidized. Uh, the question becomes is, you know, do I really want to start um, limiting coverage for spouses? And, and as an e-stop, an employee stock ownership plan, you all have a vested interest in this. Um, so the question I will be asking is, being a self-funded group, how much are our spouses costing us? And on a unitized basis, when I look at the per unit cost of spouses compared to employees and compared to children, how does that measure up? So here's what we do, and I pulled out one of our financial dashboards. I said this is called the trend report, the, the, the trend by relationship report. So what we do is we unitize all of those costs by spouse for every month over the past four years and compare how they run compared to employees. And what you can see here um, is they've consistently trended up and they've consistently been way higher than your employees. So for this group of the $6 million in claims, $2.5 million are coming from spouses. So the question then becomes is now we know we have better information, what do we do about it? Do we eliminate coverage? Do we make spouses pay more? Do we put a surcharge? Do we put in some sort of provision that if they're employed somewhere else, they're not eligible here, or if they're eligible here, it can only be a secondary? Now we have the world of options in front of us. Um, so it just, it's an example of how we want to position you to be able to make more informed, better decisions to create better outcomes. And I went through a couple other areas, and then I said, going back to my question and answer thing I've been doing, and said, wow, this all sounds great, but how do I really know what I'm getting? Because I think we're in one of the unique uh, industries that you really don't know what you're purchasing until you've purchased it when it comes to your consultant. I said, so what we do for the right situation, and the right situation is when we have an interest in you uh, and you have an interest in us, and it goes both ways, is we will make a fifteen dollars to $20,000 investment by going through what we call our opportunity assessment process, which basically is designed to show you and provide substantiation to everything we said here today before you are put in a position where you have to make a decision if you want to work with us or not. Uh, we ask that if, if, if we prove results and we go through this process, that obviously those, those results are uh, through us, uh, but there's no contingencies, there's no things that you have to sign, but it's us, it's our way of demonstrating uh, what we can do for you. Um, so he, and he didn't really ask a question at all during the meeting, and he said, and he goes, I'm going to end this by saying, uh, you talked about some things that I've not heard before, or I've heard before, but just never heard them talked about in the way that you did. Um, I want to talk to my rest of the team about this process, but in the interim, I want you to send us three references, a history and background of your company, and one reference that you went through this with and you didn't get the business. So that's sort of where we left it. And they're, they're a very, very visible company here in the uh, uh, Harrisburg area, and this guy has been with the CFO for like 32 years. So um, again, uh, just a different kind of discussion we're having, um, and it's, it's the fact we're having that different discussion, and I think more so who we're having it with. Yeah, man, I, I'm telling you, and I hope everybody else on the call feels the same way as me. Uh, maybe I've just, I, I've known you and love you as it as it is, but man, I think Jamie, that was pure gold, man, just how you're using your best assets in a curiosity-creating way, a doubt-creating way. You know, the change formula is crucial in getting people to, to change, change behavior, change brokers. And you're using all of these elements in a stew, uh, pulling them out as you need them, proper timing, recognizing even Kevin, who is a very bright guy, even when May, he's even when he's going off path a little bit, that, that you can get it back on path with this. I think, man, those are two badass examples of somebody who's 
but just pushing all the right buttons. I do, man. Congrats on just pulling that off. Now, yeah. enough of my ass-kissing session. Um, yeah. you, you know, let's, anybody want to ask any questions, and you would be foolish not to, but if you don't want to, that's up to you. I know it's Friday, and you're probably doing some drinking. I'm opening it up. Going once. Rebecca. All right, Rebecca, I'm unmuting you. Good afternoon. Um, Jamie, thank you for sharing that. That that really, I mean, I'm not going to uh, kiss your rear because I don't really know you, but... Um, it's beautiful, Rebecca. Yeah, I, I, I say it best. Um, <clears throat> when you're going out there in, and you're having that first uh, 20, 30-minute meeting, are you taking any examples of dashboards, or are you just going in talking? Yeah. Um, so what I so what I do is I I used to carry around a big bag, and I I've downsized from a big bag down to like a little leather portfolio, which probably looks a little bit more professional. Um, and 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 I have probably I don't know six or seven in there. Um, if I get to the point where um, I, I reference them, and what I'm going to say is. Probably at the very beginning when we started doing that creative drop campaign based on the uh, uh, nine skill sets of the CFO of, of the future, we weren't pulling them out all the time in, in the first meeting, but I've kind of created a way to create my own path to pull those out. Because I, I want to pull them out. I don't want to pull out all of them. I just want to pull out one or two, and I want to get them curious about what the other ones look like. So I've kind of been creating, like I gave in that example about the um, spousal claims, a way that I could pull out a dashboard that represents an area of substance that they may have thought of, about before, but just have not thought about in that capacity before. So I'm trying to create my own path to, to be able to do that, and it's been pretty successful of um, in, in our prospect meetings over probably the course of the last uh, two to three months. So I, I think the simple answer is yes, but I don't want to show them too much. I, I, want to, I want to get to the point where we go through this opportunity assessment process because once we get to that point, like we bring in probably nine out of every ten that we go through that process with, but we just don't do it with everybody. We have to believe there's a true, sincere interest. That's great. Is that all, Rebecca? No, there's more, but I, I have to think through it, so I'll, you can mute me. Okay. Um, so an another thing too, like just how you set up the when you ask the CFO of the first meeting you talked about that was on your mind, um, the uh, how they said, look, we've never invested in, a, in an outsourced wellness program just because we're community rated, and just how she led you down that path uh, to her own self discovery when you talk started talking about level funding. Uh, yeah. I love how you're just able to pivot being somebody that pays attention, trying to make a difference with your clients and even potential clients, uh, that, that you got an answer for that that's meaningful. I love it. You're not. Here's what I mean by that. You're not scared of her saying that, right? But Because no. you, you've got uh, a solution for that if she's really serious uh, about getting data. Uh, and it really is a, 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 a maybe not a no-lose, but it's certainly the, the loss in that is really hard to find, <laughs> you know? And then what I actually really said to her, I said, coming back to, about your point about wellness, I like using the term 
well-being because because if you're if you're physically well and financially poor, you're not in in, in a good state. To, to to me, it's about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial. It's a whole continuum of wellness. Yeah. And I said, let me talk about that for a second because it goes back to me not being able to talk about everything we do. We're not set up in a brokerage model. We're set up in a consulting team model, meaning we don't have people that work off commissions uh, that are responsible for developing a new business. We have a unit that specializes in well-being. So what I mean by that is that we have three people that all they do is focus on wellness, well-being, population health management, whatever you want to call it. And it could be things like put together a very, very sophisticated program, which we have done, or it could be just taking advantage of the resources you have available through your insurance carrier or out in the or out in the community. And what we say is every one of our clients is entitled to a strategic wellness plan. It just becomes your option if you want to execute it or exercise it or, or not, but it doesn't come at any additional cost. It's just part of our portfolio of service and the way we're designed to deliver to clients. And now we could really justify that in this other model because now we do have an incentive on the claim side of things because the better we can get our people, the better we are going to get on our return from this level funded premium that we're now going to be able to monitor the uh, performance of. I love it, Jamie. Anybody else have any questions for Jamie while we've got him? I mean, it's such good wisdom, man, and execution. Going once, twice, three times. Jamie, thanks so much, man. Got it. All right, so let's uh, let, let's uh, talk about some uh, prospecting uh, adventures that y'all have been on. Anybody have any new discoveries or new breakthroughs that uh, you want to uh, discuss? Good stuff that's happening out on there on the prospecting trail, uh, like CK's having. All right, anybody out there on the prospecting trail going, hey, here's what I'm encountering, and it's creating a roadblock for me that you'd like to discuss. All right, is there anybody on the call who would like me to send the CK Global recording to you? Raise your hand, and Hannah and I will take note of it. If you want a copy of the recording, Jamie, Jennifer, thank you. All right, share this with your, your partners at work. Get a sense of what they're doing. We're also going to send out a recording of this call, and, and, and I think it's fabulous, Jamie, how you're using your best stuff, not to puke on people, uh, but, to, uh, but to bait them in, into it. Uh, so, Rob, is that you under Joey's... Benedetti's name. If it is, you got your hand up. I'm going to unmute you. Rob, Joey, you're unmuted. And uh, now you're muted again. Rebecca, is your hand still up because you have a question? Or is that in reference to... Uh, 